joining us for Let's Talk. If you have your Bible, go with me to 1 Peter chapter 1. Uh, we're going to pick it up 5 uh, through 7 uh, today as we spend time in the Word of God together. So if you have your Bible, 1 Peter chapter 1, uh, verses 5 through 7. Who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in the praise and the glory and the honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As you are walking on this earth today, there's always a temptation to look to the horizontal things. Wow, this looks nice today. This would be fun today. This would be good today. And so as Peter's writing to this group of believers, he has said some things before in verses, you know, three and four, and now we're picking up it in five, but he's reminding this group that is struggling, that's in exile, that Jesus had a plan to guard an inheritance for them that would be given to them in eternity. So this inheritance is protected by the power of God. Remind yourself this morning, if you're sitting with the scriptures, and, may, and I don't know if, if the, the people that were reading as Peter wrote these words, but he said the power of God. Did they sit down and ponder gravity? Did they wonder how fast the earth was spinning? Did they ever realize if the earth would move just a little bit closer to the sun or a little bit farther away? that they needed to be concerned. And so as we think of illustrations and and just to say to you today, as I was thinking about the power of God, I was just thinking about the depth of the ocean. And there's a trench called the Marina Trench in the Western North Pacific. They say it's one of the deepest points in the world. 6.78 miles deep. So as you think about the depth of the ocean and us living in Florida and think about power of God, God, thank you for stopping the waters where they are. God, thank you for keeping the ocean at bay so that we can enjoy this Tuesday. And so as Peter's reminding this group of believers, obviously they probably weren't worried about the depth of the ocean, but they needed some hope. They needed some encouragement. They needed something for them to To say, okay, God, we're going to continue on trusting you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. All the imperishable gifts, they're guarded by the power of God. So that maybe gave some of those believers that were struggling an opportunity to rejoice, something for them to look forward to, something for them to be excited about that their life wasn't just all wrapped up in the the struggles of the day, but they were reminded that God had an inheritance that was in heaven for them, and he would protect that. Now, if you go a little bit farther, and you read on down in verse 6, in this you rejoice, though now for a little while. And then you have this little word, if. If necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. I was looking at Chuck Swindoll's uh, commentary and thinking about trials. 
And so you've kind of phrased it in four little phrases. The first one was, trials are necessary to humble us, to turn our attention from ourself to God. They're distressing, painful, and difficult, not good, delightful, or easy. They're varied in diversity, and they come in different forms and at different times and at different durations. The pure, the genuineness of faith, just as gold, when refined in fire, is purified and demonstrates to be authentic. So as Peter writes to this group of believers, he's reminding them, says, you know what? If necessary, you have been grieved by various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though it's tested by fire, may be found to result in the praise and the glory and the honor of the revelation of Jesus Christ. So as Peter's uh, listeners heard the word trial, God, what are you gonna do in our lives in the difficult times as we struggle, as we're aliens, as we're social exiles, how do, we, how do we cope? Well, just know, as Peter wrote to them, if it's necessary, you'll be grieved by various trials. It's gonna be okay. So that your faith will be considered genuine, authentic. So you can look back and say, wow, God, thank you for what you're doing in my life. It's also exciting to think that one day when we get to see Jesus and he's revealed to us, we'll be able to offer some things back to him. Not that we've done in our own strength or our own power, but we cling, but because we cling to the truth of scripture, because we cling to the rock, because we cling to the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. God, help me in the trial. Help this trial to develop, to develop authentic faith. So you are listening this morning and you're entering into a Tuesday, a brand new day, a day you'll never get before. Remember that there are some treasures that are stored in heaven, protected by the power of God. And knowing that today there might be something that you need to walk in, into, around, or through, it's a trial. It's an opportunity to demonstrate to us today that our our faith in Christ is authentic, that we have a meaningful relationship with him. So I'm gonna pray. God, I wanna thank you for this opportunity, this uh, let's talk. God, I wanna thank you for the words that you left uh, for us through the apostle Peter, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so Lord, we take them today and we are reminded of your power and we're thankful sons and daughters that our treasures are protected and cared for because of your power. And we recognize today that we might have to walk into something, but we know that you're with us. And so as we walk into situations, as we walk into trials, may we be able to look back and see you in the midst and then to see the authenticity of our faith in you, Christ alone, nothing more, nothing less. So we thank you for our time together. We love you, Jesus. In your name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining us. And if you don't have a local church, we'd love for you to come and visit us on Sunday. God bless you and have a great day.